Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Sass and the Beard. It is Snowmageddon, Icemageddon 2024 here in the River Valley. Uh, did you enjoy, Kristen, your uh, several days uh, I at did. home? I did. I got snowed in with some friends. Um, cool. So it wasn't just me saying, like, took my kiddo, and they yeah. were snowed in with their friends there, too. You know, Sweet. everybody. So it was the kids had fun, and I day drink my way through it, um, which was fantastic, and ate everything in sight. Snow day calories don't count, no, right? No, um, And my kid didn't have any AMI packets. Right, yeah, um, that was, uh, I've seen several uh, 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 social media posts about, you know, positive and negative mm-hmm. when it comes to AMI, uh, and uh, as being, the, being married to a teacher, like, sucks that they're going to have a couple of days at the end of the year that they're going to have to tack on. Um, Something I thought was interesting is one of my friends that I was with is their kids go to private schools here, yeah. and they did AMI they did packets. It, yeah. mm-hmm. So be curious to see how that plays out if they end up getting out of school earlier than public school because of that. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it doesn't affect me specifically that much. But I do think there's a good conversation to have about AMI instruction, about how you know, are where they are we just doing it to keep from having to add days? Because obviously, it's not like it's not like being in the classroom, right? For uh, sure. And it is not completely equitable across the board, depending upon your social economic status, um, or just like even if you like if your parents have to work and you're stuck at home with grandparents yep. or your daycare's closed, like they're you're just not going to be able to do it as well as someone who's like us. Like my wife is, and I was, we were both home with the mm-hmm. kids, so if they would have had. AMI, we would have been able to deal with that. Um, you know, so like that's a conversation that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, and there may not be any perfect answer. Like you're not going to get the 100% that you would get in the classroom. And that just maybe that just needs to be understood. But we need to have something so that we're not going five, six days. Mm-hmm. Because I, we're not going to stop having these weather issues. Right. Um, at least not. <laughs> not, you know, if, yeah, however I mean, you view the weather, like it, it it's 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 probably going to do this again. Right. I mean, we, this yeah. is just how it is. We yeah. get some snow days every year and yeah. it's just part of it. But, yeah, how we handle them is going to change based on um, who's elected to public office, which right. is, you know, one of those things that people don't always recognize as being connected to voting. But it is like so many other parts of our daily lives. It's, you know. Well, and I've, I've the, the biggest like misnomer of this is that like that school districts decided to do this. Yeah. And and that's the, the problem is that this was tied to tax dollars. So for any school that wanted to receive tax money from the state to be able to afford the raises that were required by the Learns Act, mm-hmm. Uh, they had to agree to not do AMI days. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was part of the Learns Act. Which is kind of like a weird... Flex. Well, there was a lot of things like, that were in there. Like a political ploy. Like, what mm-hmm. is it about AMI days that is so anti, you know, for whatever the educational reasoning, I, I don't know that there's a well, whole I think, lot of I think some <laughs> research of the, that the argument there is around, you know, this discussion of, like, reading level and, yeah. and kids coming out of school, you know, being yeah. able to reach the goals that they should be reaching at grade level. And so if they're doing AMI days, are they getting the amount of instruction that yeah. they need to reach those goals? Probably not. No. Um, you know, do they get them on the makeup days in June? Yeah, 
they're probably not. No, no, um, you know no, what I mean? absolutely not. And yeah. so, but it was one of those things in the Learns Act, along with a lot of other requirements that went in, into it. That yeah, school districts could no longer do these AMI, and that's decided by. Uh, the state legislature yeah. by your state senators and state right. representatives. It was not decided not, by the school district. They had no, not the Department had, of Education. Yeah, no say in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, moving yeah. on. We have a lot to talk about. We have about. a lot to Sorry. talk about. This wasn't even on the agenda to talk about. We just got sidetracked. Um, and I know you're going to you talk about. I know. I know you're going to talk about our sponsors, but I just want to give everybody kind of a preview about things that we're talking about today. Yeah. We're going to talk about um, a correction, something I got wrong. <laughs> A correction, something I got wrong. It doesn't happen very often, so I want to make sure we um, point it out because hell might have frozen over. That might be why we got all this snow. It's because I was wrong last week. Um, also, Wait, is this hell? Also, or is this hell? Yes, it is officially frozen over. Um, the We're going to talk about an Arkansas Racing Commission meeting that's coming up. Yes. We're going to talk about a local ballot question committee opposing the casino in Pope County, which is kind of like deja vu. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about city council dealing with waste management. Yes. Um, yeah. But before we do that, talk about our sponsors. Yes, Nathan. we definitely want to thank uh, the folks at Plant Parlor. Uh, they have been just great, ever gracious in supporting us. Uh, I haven't seen their big news being revealed yet, but looking forward to seeing that soon. Um, we retro roast and dog ear books. These great looking cups here are on sale at retro roast half off uh, until they're sold out. So go get you one. Uh, obviously Deb is here. You heard from her earlier uh, with her points of view uh, and a uh, shout out to my wife and her new company. They made me this really awesome shirt. Uh, you know, cause I was born in uh, 1981. Uh, no dress code LLC. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new venture. That no dress code. No dress code. Is that what it yeah. is on Facebook mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. social media? Yeah. Yeah. They do custom uh, uh, kids and adult clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very cute. Yeah. And I think like boutique wise, like it's something that's kind of different in our area for there's not a lot of places where you can get like cute kids clothes. Like mm-hmm. you can just go into the store and be like, man, it'd be awesome if like favorite X character was on shirt and, mm-hmm. you know, or it had a cool little phrase. Well, I love know. like, you know, if I had an idea off of something like I saw on Pinterest or Etsy or whatever that I could go to them and be like, here's my idea. Yeah. Can you help me make it into right. a design or whatever? I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. And they have a website, Shopify, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You should, you should check them out. Right. Yeah. So yeah. And then go get you in your cute new T-shirt. Go get you some books and some coffee. Yeah, dog ear books and retro roast. Yeah, I wanted to make and a then sh- a plant from Plant Park. It can be like a whole yeah. downtown right. day. Yeah, I'm excited about like, it. Like if it wasn't for our sponsors, we wouldn't have the Golden Ass. We wouldn't have our play by play director here in Deb. Mm-hmm. You know, like we we love you guys yeah. and we want you uh, who watch the show to go and buy all the things from them. Tell us, Kristen, uh, how did you uh, put the proverbial foot in mouth this week? Oh, Lordy. So many <laughs> ways. No, um, so I, I'm, I wanted to talk about this. I haven't really had to tell you about it yet yeah. much other than that I got a message. Um, so, you know, last week we talked about a, a few different things. Um, the But the big thing that I got contacted about was the residency issue around Justice of the Peace, Jordan Sowers. If you didn't catch that, you can go back and watch last week. Um, so Justice of the Peace, Lane Scott, who has kind of been leading that effort mm-hmm. um, to say that she does not live in her district, does not meet the letter of the law requirements to hold office as a representative of that district. He's kind of been leading the charge there. Well, he came back and said that some of the things that we had said or put out maybe were confusing or misleading. And so um, we had a good discussion about that. And like, 
I thought it was really, I, I was really glad he came and talked to me. Yeah. Um, because, you know, people, he told me, he mentioned that people told him, don't talk to her, don't don't go deal with her, like, just, she won't be fair to you or whatever. <laughs> and um, and that's just really not true. Like, if you know, if if somebody, you know, if I say something that's wrong, like, I, I want people to let us know. Because sure. we definitely want to yeah. correct it. I mean, we're yeah. human, we make mistakes. I joke All about never time. being wrong, but, like, I mean, right. I, you know, recognize. So, anyways, two things with um, our discussion on, uh, Justice of the Peace, Lane Scott. The first one was a mistake on my part. It was, um, I, I said that when the uh, former Justice of the Peace, James Kesterin, had said that his office, his accounting office, counted as a residence because he had a cot in the back. When um, Lane Scott said that I misrepresented him when I repeated that, and, and I did. I misunderstood what he said to me, that he, um, he said, yeah, I understood he had a cot in the back, and I thought that was like, I understood and accepted it. And he said, like, no, he meant, like, he, yeah, he'd heard he it, but, but he definitely yeah. saw yeah. it was a flimsy yeah. excuse. Um, and he wasn't on the court at the time. It's not like right. he had a vote or a no. say in it. No. It was just kind of his, you know, yeah. opinion personally at the time. So I wanted to clarify that because I did misspeak. Um, the other thing was really not a mistake on our part, but it is something that he is trying to clarify individually. And so I want to relay sort of the discussion we had is, you know, he, um, has been quoted in this a couple of times as his way of of saying that JP uh, Jordan Sowers should abstain from voting on issues related to Cherokee Nation. Now he what he said was because members of her family are a member of the Cherokee Nation tribe. Those are the words that came out of his mouth. And so a lot of us took that to mean like you have a problem with them just, you know, having that heritage. Right, yeah. Now his comment to me was that it had it is not about the heritage. It's about concerns about any benefits that they may receive from membership. Now, he sent me some information about, you know, payments that he thought people who were members of the tribe got, that that was not factual. The I fact-checked the article for him and was like, look, this is just wrong. Um, and so we clarified some of that. But he did say that his his intent around asking her to saying was around, like, are there financial benefits, tangible financial benefits, which is something that we would question yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. if yeah. you were voting on something as a city council member and it directly benefited your spouse, that their job, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It is something uh, to, yeah. to question. And so he he said that was his intent. Now, we weren't wrong there because we couldn't have known his intent. We were going off of what he well, said out loud. Well, but not only that, like, there are financial benefits to being part of the Cherokee Nation, like, the, but not necessarily from this deal Well, with and, the casino. and there really aren't any benefits but that like, are, like, they're not, they're not giving you checks for your, right. you well, know. Like, and I think somebody had sent him in bad information about, like, a a band of Cherokee tribe out of North Carolina that does do these sort of direct payments that, that is not applicable right. to Oklahoma, that is not Yeah, part well, and of, most of the benefits in, being involved with Cherokee Nation are, like, college. Well, and, and, and most of like, them apply only if you reside on a, you know, Cherokee land, yeah, Cherokee Nation yeah. land. So that is, you know, a, a thing there. So he wanted me to um, just clarify for on his behalf, not because we were wrong, but just to clarify on his behalf that his intent was really not around heritage, but more around concerns about benefits. Yeah. And so I hope he'll continue to kind of clarify because I think he was operating some, for some from some bad information there. Yeah. Um, and that, and he did, you know, like that kind of was in the minutes from the last quorum court meeting and he corrected that in the minutes as well that it wasn't about heritage so i think he realizes that like what he said and what he meant didn't necessarily match and mm -hmm. um, which you know we're all guilty for of. sure like i understand the pressure when you're trying yeah. to make a point and have an argument that you really believe like 
sometimes you don't see how other people might see mm-hmm. it. Um, I don't know that, like, like, come on, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I get it. I under, I'm not saying he is not telling the truth. I'm saying he probably should have saw that. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's the one. That's why, that's why I keep saying, like, we weren't mistaken <laughs> yeah, yeah. because we did yeah. not misspeak on it. But, yeah. and, and, you know, I hope that he kind of reflects on the information that and tries to kind of, you know, see if that's really still relevant yeah. based on more accurate information. The other thing, and this is, you know, I think where I just, just kind of did exactly what maybe Lane Scott is experiencing now is just kind of said the wrong thing, thinking one thing and said something else. Yeah. Um, uh, Mike Goad corrected me that I said that Joe Pearson last week had run against Brianne Davis. No, it was, it was actually against yeah. Judge Cross. He was going to uh, run against Brian he, Davis. He had thought about it, yeah, but then he and, and he looked at it. But yeah. yes, he did He ran, He ran. did run against Joe Cross. Because uh, there Judge were like Cross. several horses in that race. Yes, but then, yeah. I um, I misspoke. I didn't even catch it in the yeah. moment that I, when I said it out loud. And then when I saw him comment, I'm like, well, yeah, that's what I said. And I went back and looked, and I was like, that is not, what, that's I not said. what I said. And so, yes. Yeah. So, appreciate that from Mike. Mike um, is always on. on he on, keeps, man. He yeah. really stays on top of the uh, the Cherokee Nation. If you're watching, Mike, legends. thank you thank for you, keeping us for on real. track. We do appreciate that. It's not a sarcasm at all. No, um, it's so appreciated. Yeah. It's good. Um, but And speaking of that, he actually um, alerted folks in Pope County Majority yesterday to a upcoming Arkansas Racing Commission meeting that's happening um, from what I'm hearing, Friday, Friday, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, is it is going to happen? Do you know, it's, like, this is for sure? Because I saw that it was like voice on, like a call in. Yeah, um, I I don't know exactly what's going to go down. We haven't seen an agenda yet. Mm. Um, now my understanding is that this is just sort of like a you know thing they do annually. Like they need to they haven't had a meeting in right, a while. Right, right. They need to have a meeting. It's the first of the year, um, right? Yeah. And they, but. As far as I know, there's no real plan to do anything around the Pope County Casino. We don't expect any action to happen there. Um, But we haven't seen the agenda yet, so that could change. But as of now... And maybe they may decide that they want to talk about it next month. You know, there may be some discussion as to... You know, yeah. So we'll keep an eye on it and let folks know. That would be nice if they would do that. If you're watching Racing Commission, if you would just please nip this issue in the bud, uh, because. I doubt I doubt they're watching. We're ready, but y'all send it to them. Um, <laughs> let them know the people of Pope County. The community is done with this conversation. We're so tired. <laughs> Look, after five years, I want us to not talk about the casino anymore ever again. Other than to be like, "Hey, guess what's happening at the casino this yeah. weekend?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm Do you so ready. Like several years ago, when we tried to have a show that didn't mention the casino, like every week we'd be like, "Hey, we're not going to talk about the casino this week," and then something w- would happen constantly. Like, but then we've you know now. Yeah. We've gone a few weeks yeah. here and there. We haven't had to talk about it every once in a while. But this ain't one of those weeks. Yeah. So yeah. that's happening. So um, wait, okay. So now that we're talking about casino, what's up with the folks? Because even with the Lane Scott issue, like we can all agree that this is just political ploy to stop the casino. Like there's still there is still this group that is anti, and like they have every right to be. They're, these are the legal ways that they have to. To do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, let's be honest about it up front. Like, the reason that he is doing this with the, you know, uh, Jordan Sowers, the reason that they're doing this with, like, whatever this, this thing that you're about to talk about is because they don't want it. They don't right. want the casino. And, right. and like, uh, we get that. We understand that. But we don't agree. And mm-hmm. so, like, uh, I'm 
I'm wondering when at some point the community is going to get to a point where they're just like, look, guys, can we just stop already? Are we, you don't think we're there yet? Well, they're still going. Well, that doesn't mean that the community's still going. <laughs> you know, I think we reached that point during, honestly, when the last time this petition kind of was going around um, to try to remove it. I feel like that kind of is when the county, like when our local area sort of was just like, man, we're over it. Y'all, we're done. Um, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. people were just over it. It was contentious, you know. I mean, of course. Yeah, like, they um, tried from to both get sides. you arrested. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, the show did. You threatened to burn somebody's house down. Uh, Nathan, I became the, the godmother of Pope County of uh, politics. The, I'm the, the mob mom. Yeah, yeah. Just um, calling in mob hits all the time. Yeah, from yeah. my minivan. Or like, yeah. <laughs> Um, from your on Yeah. And <laughs> Sorry. I know it's so ridiculous, but but we're going to do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I'm just imagining you on an episode of Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. It's totally. It's totally like that. Yeah. That's really. Yeah. Except nothing like that. Um, Arkansans for Local Voices was established, which is a new ballot question committee um, set up by the same folks, same yeah. same, same group of people. Yeah. Um, you know, Jim Knight, Hans Steeritz, or some of the other like regular players we've right. seen involved in this. Just uh, same shit, different day. Yep. Yeah. Same, you know, kind of mission. Um, you know, the reason the name changes is just because you have to establish a new ballot question committee. Right. You know what I mean? And it, you could reestablish one that had already been dissolved, but um, a lot of times people just start a new Especially one. Especially if they got as bad as they got smoked in the last election. Exactly. Yeah, well, right. And most campaigns do right. this. They just do yeah. a fresh start for the new yeah. one. You know what I mean? Sometimes they'll just like put a year on the end of it or whatever. But yeah. so, it, so it's not like anything sneaky to, to come up with no, a new no, no, name. No. Like that's no. just normal. Um, part of the process, but this is kind of the first step in the process of like moving towards getting something on the ballot. You don't always see a ballot question committee formed immediately. It's um, the the trigger for it is around spending. Is that you start spending money? Right now, you could be working on a ballot initiative and go through the process of even putting it, you know, get, turning it in, getting the title certified, all that, and never have had to establish a ballot question committee because you weren't spending any money. Right, um, and so. We have not seen them at this stage. Nothing publicly has been uh, put out. And I've, I looked this morning um, that there was no, like, language, uh, no, you know, constitutional amendment, no ballot title. None of that's been turned in. And all of that has to go through a certain process before they can begin collecting signatures. So right now, all they have is the ballot question committee. And that, to me, indicates that they're probably spending money, planning to spend money, um, which we would think is probably going to be around the process of getting this written, drafted. Mm -hmm. You expect that. wonder if it's also maybe some kind of, like, publicity, you know, if they know that the Racist Commission's about to meet, like, hey, there's still a group that's anti this around. Um, could be. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Um you know, so they haven't had any um, finance reports filed yet. Those usually are filed on the 15th of the month, you know, because of the 
the winter weather, I think, and that was a fell on a on a holiday. Like right. I think we're gonna see some delays around for everybody. Anybody who was filing reports will expect to see things delayed, but we'll keep an eye out yeah. for finance reports because you know on the last one, um, the Choctaw Nation poured over three million dollars into that ballot question committee uh, to pay mostly for signature collection, right. and they didn't even come close. Yeah, I wonder if. Um if Choctaw or another casino vendor is as willing to put forth the kind of money that it would take to do this. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. Yeah. I'm really looking to see the the finance reports. It'll be really interesting yeah. to see where they're getting money this time, who's who's still invested at this point. Yeah. Because really the threshold to put something on the ballot has gotten even harder. It does pretty much every cycle. The legislature since 2010 has been adding extra loopholes and, you know, just to try to shrink the public access Mm -hmm. to make it harder to get on the ballot. And so one of the things they did this year was they increased the minimum number of counties, like, you know, so that you can show a broad support for something before it gets put on the ballot. You know, you have to get a hundred thousand signatures, basically roughly 15 counties. It was 15 15, counties. Now it's up to 50 counties. They increased it from 15 to 50 out of 75. Um, you know, last time the, this, this group did not even reach the 15 county threshold, their minimum. And so the likelihood that they'll reach 50, uh, the likelihood that we have yet to see that anybody's going to reach 50. And I, and I think we're going to anticipate some challenges to the, to the validity of that new rule because that had previously been referred to voters on a constitutional amendment from the legislature as part of changing up the ballot initiative process. And it was rejected in whole. It had other things in it. Yeah. But that was a piece of it, right. and it was rejected. And so then they just came back and just made a law. and just did it as a state yeah. law, which was a really like questionable about whether or not that's constitutional <laughs> or not. Um, they just said shady man. It was really interesting. Yeah, they argue that that where it said where the the law had said at least fifteen counties. That's the Constitution had said it must be at least fifteen counties. They argue that that opens it up to state law because that's the floor. And, and here we are. Ceiling. Here we are with legal definitions of very simple words. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. less the last time it was 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 it the or yeah. and the yeah at <laughs> least yeah. I mean, and that stuff matters. Yeah. It does. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's just kind of where this is at. We're gonna see it. We're gonna see it pick up again. There was new laws made around blocking. Um, Petition gatherers, that was based on the activities that happened here in, in Polk County and around the state related to this ballot question committee, the ones they tried to get me put in jail for, yep. um, where I, I became the head of the mob. Yep. Um, that one is, yeah, it's great because the video, there's this video of one of their people screaming in my face and mm-hmm. cussing me, but I'm I'm the Right, the you one were that, the one yeah. threatening to murder um, people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, but anyway, so that'll be happening all again under all these new rules and laws, and I will be trying to um, help as much as possible without going to jail. Yeah, that's good. We don't need you. Uh, you know, I, it is a goal of mine to not ever the be more, doing that. Like the more we talk about these things, like the more I'm like just kicking myself for not going to law school. Like, just like, can you imagine how much money people, you know? spend on things that I'm like, this is so trivial. I don't know that I'm petty enough to be a lawyer. I feel like you have to be real petty to be a lawyer, like, or at least understand pettiness. Like, (laughs) 
I am definitely <laughs> petty enough to be a lawyer. I saw a T-shirt the other day I wanted that said, if you stay petty, you don't have to get petty. Mm. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's mm. my mantra for okay. 2024. <laughs> How are things going with waste management? So, t- yeah, like, I just never felt like people cared that much about their trash until I became, like, a city council member. Uh, and, like, no shade on people that do care about their trash because mm-hmm. a lot of people care about why their trash wasn't picked up. Um, I think a lot of the issue with waste management uh, has nothing to do with the local folks here working for waste management um, because, like, they're it's n- they're not responsible for how many workers waste management has. Mm -hmm. They're not responsible for, like, overtime rules. Like, the DOT kind of governs a lot of those things, too. Um, I'm just going to say it straight. If if waste management would pick up Skyline and Deer Run neighborhoods on Monday, they would be having a lot less problems than they're having now because they pick those neighborhoods, which have the largest, like, amount of customers like ratio wise on the last day of the week where they have the least amount of available hours. Does that make sense? Like I hear what you're saying. You hear what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if they would pick up those customers on Monday and Tuesday instead of Thursday and Friday, then I feel like they would have less struggles. Also, they would have less complaints in my opinion. And I'm not saying people don't complain in those other because every city council member has gotten a lot of complaints. So this is not so much about complaints as it is about the structure of this business that's having troubles. Has nothing to do with poorer people living in other areas. Certain neighborhoods are more likely to complain about their complainers. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't say it has nothing to do with that, but. I think the threshold of what that has to do is because everybody's getting complaints. So, yeah. but do you think if they move to a different part of town on Friday that like that side of town isn't going to end up complaining just as much? Like, I, no, it's not. It's not that the people are complaining. It's that they're not finishing their work. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. And like, that's if they why go people a, are complaining with a different side of town and they don't finish that side of town's work. I feel like if they go to a different side of town on days where they have, there are less homes that they're collecting from on the, like there are a lot mm-hmm. more uh, multi-family u- use homes mm-hmm. on those parts of town that get to choose their own. Like those are gotcha. not single family homes Right, where they're coming through and they're emptying like one big container instead of a bunch of individual ones. I see what you're saying. Whereas the city has pigeonholed this rule where residential homes have to use this one carrier. Yeah. Well, per capita, like most of the residential properties are on the west side of town. Like, Mm -hmm. and and they, and and so when you have this company that deals a lot of their work in, they can only work 60 hours Mm -hmm. in a week. They've come pretty close to that by a Thursday. So their largest customer base on the last day of the week is when they are having the most amount of trouble finding people to work it because they've expended all of their hours. So I just like... 
just that just like, seems like one easy thing that they could do is change the schedule of when pickups happen. Um, I'm suspicious. There are a lot more other things they could, there are a lot of other things they could do I as think, well, like hire more employees. I think um, the changing it to another day is just like make Nathan's life easier because that's his district. No, <laughs> no, I, I would change it over to somebody. Look, well, let's pick out which council member we don't like yeah. and send it to their like that's the district that gets it the last day of the week. No, literally, like I care l- l- the least amount about this issue. Um, from a personal you, you standpoint. You know whose districts get picked up but, first? Justin Keller's. No, but my point is, like, <laughs> me, like, I don't I don't use the trash that much. Like, we have, so there are some weeks where I have a lot of trash, and there are some weeks where I, I could miss a week. But I make sure that I put my can out and just leave it till they pick it up, and then I put it back. Because someday, like, especially, like, oh, anyway. Yeah. Now, see, over in my neighborhood, like, Everybody's really good about putting their trash can up at the end of the day, like at the day that the it day runs. That it runs. Yeah. And so people like leaving their trash out by the curb, you're gonna get dirty looks from every neighbor. Okay, but if they didn't pick up, I'm not I'm not moving it. I'm no, not that's moving true. it yeah. until they pick but up. But also I would be upset. Because to I see. would forget. Like yeah. it's, I put it out Thursday you. night <laughs> and leave it until it's empty and then yeah. I put it back. And yeah. so like there are people that are upset about it being out longer, you know, but that's like and I I get it, like, if you have those complaints. But, like, I don't have time to worry about that personally in my daily life. And so, like, if it's empty, I'm putting it up. If it's not empty, it's staying out there until they come get it. Uh, Well, I get it. You know, for some people who have, like, big families and stuff, like, their trash is full by the time it goes out. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And for some people, it's not a big deal. And it's cold and people don't want to walk to the end of their thing and dump trash. They want to, you know, like, I, I understand. But it is um, an ongoing thing. So basically, we had waste management come to the agenda prep meeting mm-hmm. last week, and they received a lot of complaints, not just from uh, from citizens, but from city council members. Uh, several, I feel like several council members were asking questions of the like the statewide director that he really can't answer, mm-hmm. like what are you going to do about this problem is a good question to ask, but like saying to them, like, what should I tell people that call me complaining? Like, dude, just tell them, like, tell them that you're working on the problem. Like, that's what you should tell them. Like, don't make this guy be embarrassed in front. Like that's, there is that level. Like people want to, I feel like that is part of the political game that you have to play that Mm. I don't really like playing because it's not fair to the person that's there in representing this company that like, it's the company's problem, not this guy's problem. Right. Right. And the same thing with the people who are out, like picking up the trash trash. or the late, the one person that they've hired to answer the phone. Mm -hmm. Like it's not her fault that, you know, like she has all her only job is customer service. Like is to say, yes, we'll get to it. I'm sorry. Like that's it. And if you like, Although I will say I'm one of those people that I never really understand or I don't think about it that like for some people it's a big deal like yeah. for somebody to like raise their voice or cuss. Like to me, I don't know, I think from being in politics and stuff, I'm like, yeah. man, I've got such yeah. a thick skin. Yeah, you could point, come up and like, like <laughs> you know, call me names, tell me now I'm my ugly. Kids, like, now that's different. My wife, yeah, my don't, family. Look. And look, if they come and do it to you, I'm going to be mad about it. Yeah, if yeah, they do same. it to me, I can deal with it. Same, right? I'm the same you way. I mean? Like yeah. there are people that like – no, don't be Friends. mean to Nathan. I'll kick your ass. 
but me, I can handle yeah, it. You I know can what handle I mean? it. And he's day. the same way, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's just how it is. But the um, so I never think about that. Like I mean, I'm not the type of person that calls up like a customer service thing and it's just like Rah. no, because I work in customer service. Right. I understand. Like, but what's I also that's forget like. sometimes that like. Yeah, because somebody can do that to me, and I don't even it like right. rolls off me. I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, okay, have a good day. Um, but it does matter to people, and so if you're one of those people that it doesn't bother you, like think about it, because there are people who are doing this work that are not getting paid enough, and they are um, just like have empathy and kindness in yeah. as much of this stuff as you can do. Like I get people get pissed. Like I get mad all the time, uh, and but like. Watch Daniel Tiger. Like, if you feel so mad and you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. Before you call somebody on the phone asking them to do something for you, uh, you know, use some uh, toddler parenting techniques on yourself and chill out for a second. So my mantra for 2024 is about being petty and yours comes from Daniel Tiger. <laughs> I love it. I feel like that's a good place. I feel like that's a good place to stop. <laughs> Have I ever told you about using uh, gentle parenting tactics at work for, like, there should be a whole TikTok or video, like, of, like, millennials and Gen Zers using uh, gentle parenting tactics on their boomer I, There is one. I'll yeah. send it to you. It's so great. It's so great. Um, and also, I just saw a meme the other day that said, um, that man you're using gentle parenting techniques on is not your soulmate. And it cracked me up because I was like... <laughs> Done that. <laughs> Definitely done that. Um, all right. So, anyways, yeah, fun I'm, times this week. Good yeah, to see you. We, are, I'm, I'm, we don't have any like. At this point, we've still got till twenty twenty five with trash collection. So, there we we have like started a committee, but there's not going to be any major decisions yeah. for a while. Yeah. So we're gonna have to deal with it. And you can email me. You can call me about. I want to hear your complaints. This is not me saying I don't want to hear your complaints. Please don't take that away from this because I don't know if you don't tell me. Yeah. So. I, I want you all to complain to him. Tell him. <laughs> complain to all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. All right. Well, it was fun to see you. It's been a snowy, yeah. crazy week. I hope everybody has been staying warm um, and safe. Yes. And there are several warming centers in the community. Uh, if you're having issues with, like, food or, like, heat and air and bill bills and things like that. There are several organizations out there that are uh, for those. Um, you know, you can always message us and we can help you get connected. Um, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Yep. I'm ready for these kids to go back to school. Yes. Uh, hopefully school will start back tomorrow. Uh, you know, if you are watching this, please share it with your friends. Let them know what's going on uh, in our community, in the River Valley, uh, politically and otherwise. And we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>